Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, it's the Flash After Show on After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down Season 3, Episode 14, called Attack on Central City. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Suggestion of song. You're welcome. I'm going to use this every week. Okay. Okay, fine. It's decided. <laughs> it's decided. This is the new thing song for the Flash. <laughs> oh my God. Happy Fat Tuesday, everybody. Yay. Especially Tiana. Yay. <laughs> T's wearing a mask. Um, let's do some quick intros and then we'll hop to it. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from at JeffMasters1. Oh, and I'm Tiana Hobson. I tweet from at the Tiana Hobson. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I am live in the chat. So people who are chatting away, hello. And I'm Tari. That's Tari J. Tari J. Miller. No, no. T A U R J A Y. Almost. T I. I just missed an I. That's okay. Only an I. No big deal. Just your name. That's awful. Yell mentioned the chat. We do this on Tuesday nights at 9 10 p.m. PST. 9 ish. If you want to comment live, we'd love hearing from you. If not, Feel free to tweet us. Feel free to leave a comment on iTunes or YouTube. We'd love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How's everybody doing tonight? I am great. I'm just <laughs> jumping in. Screw all you. I'm great. Girl, Thank don't you. apologize. I asked. No Thank apologies. You. Oh my God. It's good to see everybody. What do you think of the episode, Tiana? I like the episode tonight. I have a lot of questions for Tari. Me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got some questions. But it's an interview. But, but I liked it. I loved it. I mean, it was almost if you know, like there's lots of couple shipping going on and ape army. So you know, <laughs> um, I thought it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, what do you think, Tari? Um, I liked it. I uh, the effects were still great. Um, I liked the basically the game of chess that we were playing the whole episode. Um, and also, you can't you can't go wrong with monkey on monkey violence. <laughs> Technically, ape on ape violence. I completely wow. agree, bro. Wow, bro, <laughs> you need to f- calm down, girl. Girl, you need to calm down. Non-gender specifics. Why, why, you need to calm down. Why can't the apes all just get along? No, I don't no. Know. Okay, I don't cool. know. Well, I can't see, so I'm going to take off the mask. <laughs> I was like, that mask is so beautiful. <laughs> I got it in New Orleans, oh. so it's like an official one, but I got it from like the CVS in New Orleans. <laughs> Were you so. there recently? I was there for a jazz fest in like April. It's just been sitting Last in my room April. ever since. Speaking yeah. of jazz... <laughs> I'm trying to give you a segue. Um, speaking of jazz, <laughs> I was so jazzed to see, to see the Harrisons together. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Did it. Um, what do we think about Friends Day? I love the Harrisons. <laughs> I think that is the greatest thing ever. I think this Friends Day thing was their way of going, we skipped Valentine's Day. <laughs> also, this was like uh, more or less the Valentine's Day episode. Everyone's coupling up. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I think it's so funny too, like the pair of Harrisons where smart Harrison from Earth 2 is, I, I'm reading it as he's so upset that there is a dumb Harrison yes. somewhere in the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> that would bring me so much shame as well. So I'm on that page. No, I loved it. This is exactly what I wanted after last week's episode coming in here. I was like, I need them together and I'm glad that we spent a lot of time having them interact this yeah. episode, which made me very happy. Totally. And it's gonna last. Though he was, well, he was so mean though. Um, when he, like, spit in his coffee... That was... That was real rude. That was real rude. But that was real Harry. Yes. Like, yes. that was so him. Oh, it was great. I missed him. <laughs> I missed that jerk. I, you know what? When he initially said, yes, Jesse Quick, you can, mirth, mirth, you can move to Earth to uh, Earth One. 1, and, like, I'm going to be so happy for you, I was like, wow, he's growing as a character. <laughs> We're seeing this arc. Uh, and clearly, that was wrong. But um, I, I'm so upset. I have to admit about how fast Wally and Jesse moved. They've been. Oh yeah. They spent a collective three and a half hours together. But but guys, how will their relationship ever get to evolve if they're both living in two different interdimension worlds? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not talking about interdimensions. I'm talking about the same house. Now they live well, together. If if she's gonna come all the way over here, she ain't got no real job. <laughs> How's she gonna pay rent on her own? Am I like rent is expensive? Well, well, clearly it's not expensive when she moves in with Joe West <laughs> and Wally West. But you know, she's eventually got to get her own. Like they're gonna get their own place. Like while like um, Iris and Barry, and you know, I think you have a really good point that like them getting <laughs> I love together. Hearing that I know um, that that her assumption that they're moving in together was real fast, um, but. Her, I feel like if she had just been like, well, I don't have anywhere to stay and you asked me to move here, so I'm going to move in at Joe's place and, like, have her own room, that would have been something. But when you're asking someone to leave their earth for you, this isn't, like, move to the city over to be closer to me. This is, I'm leaving everything behind. I think it's right for a girl's mind to think, okay, well... This is so that we can really do this. We're going to dive in 100%. We're going to move in together. Well, yeah. we should move into her earth. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Just they got enough they, they got enough problems here. They don't on need this to earth. live they with need them. They don't need to live with Harry. Um, but also, <laughs> I feel like since they are so young, like it's very much a young love thing to just kind of jump in and move in together. Um, because we all know those those young 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds who date someone for, like, three months, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to move with this person. So, like, I feel like it makes sense based on the age of the characters and how their their relationship progressed, you know? And also, they have so much chemistry, they could do whatever they want. Speaking of the chemistry, what about all that friction that's going to be happening in the sheets? Two speedsters oh. together? Like, I was, no? I was no, one thinking... else, no one else's mind went there? You know okay. mine did. Okay, thank you, <laughs> you Yale. Know mine no, did. thank I was, you, Yale. I was too worried about the fact that she has no like social security card. She doesn't <laughs> have an ID, and like these like very like things she needs to survive. You're you're too busy adulting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell me this. Match of the lights. <laughs> oh, we're getting strobe lights. Um, tell me this. Avatar's trying to break through. <laughs> did we ever meet Jesse Quick on our Earth? Her doppelganger. She never. She didn't it. have she one exist. because. Um, our Harrison didn't have children because he was Eobard. 
Correct? Oh. Am I correct? Um, yeah, so... Because he um, was killed. Harrison Wells' wife, I believe she was pregnant at the time when they had the, the car accident. Um, she, well, she was murdered. And then um, Wells was taken over by Eobard. So, like, Jesse never had a chance to be born. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. You're exactly right. A bummer. Is that, I, is that not what I said? No. Oh, okay. Girl. You didn't say it in I'm detail like that. Mansplaining Sorry. is, yeah. you it's know, a hell thing. of a drug. Apologies. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess we can then assume that Harrison, um, HR, had, HW? HR. 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 HR, HR Wells, um, had no daughter then on his earth as well. I yes. think you would have seen a moment of like, oh my god, you're my daughter, but you're not my daughter. Right. Yeah, I think we can assume that no woman would sleep with him. <laughs> <clears throat> or that he's not into women. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. I um, have nothing else to contribute about <laughs> okay. HR's sexuality. I'm still thinking about the fact that Yale said no woman would sleep with him. <laughs> like in with my mind. HR? No, I'm still laughing at that joke. It, it's because of... <laughs> I mean, no. Like, his I, personality? Are you kidding me? It's because he won't put down his drumsticks to, like for them. Yep. Maybe he, he uses that drumstick in bed. Okay. Girl, 50 shades on out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Cisco <laughs> is sad. Sorry, and wait, before we move on, Keith in the chat points out there might be an Earth One Jesse now after Flashpoint. <gasps> Something to consider. Everything we know has been changed. It's true. Yep. Um, and Ivan says that uh, his wife wasn't pregnant, Tari, so I was right. You were. Oh, man. Thanks. She could have been. They could have had a sweet, anyway, sweet sex. Anyway, moving on. Oh, 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 I have something that... <laughs> this this <laughs> has nothing to do with this episode. It has to do with the future flash-forward that we saw, where Salvatore kills Iris. Yeah. Um, it's not an official prediction, but I have to say... Okay. When we saw that um, moment where we watched Iris get killed and Harrison Wells is on the roof with a futuristic gun, that could be Earth 2 Harrison Wells. Yes. Did we say that before? We did not no. say that. Okay. No, because they hadn't come over yet from Grill Gotcha. City. Because yeah. I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, that's a big leap for HR to be, like, wielding this gun and look serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put his drumstick down. <laughs> um, it just made me think, like, how much more we'll see of him. Yeah. And we we see in this episode that um, Harry has the same, not the same gun, maybe the same gun. I don't remember. But he ha- all, he's wielding a big, giant gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All big guns look um, like... <clears throat> Cullen Prime in the chat corrects me that HR is into women uh, because he's into Joe's girlfriend. My apologies. I mean, he could be into both. Not important. But he's pansexual. Yeah. yeah. That kind of fits his MO. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the entire episode, because it was a kind of like a little love episode, I was waiting for Cisco and Gypsy to just like make out aggressively. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love her so <laughs> much, and them together makes me so happy. I agree. Yeah. I love her, them so much, and them together makes me so happy. What is happening? <laughs> I think there's an echo in here. Right now. Yeah, so that's such a good point, Tari. Thank you. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you know, I'm on your side. Thanks. I heard you say it. <laughs> I first. mean, I I personally like just love them, and I love them together. Um, no, what, do you, um, what, do you... <laughs> what I love about them is that Cisco's game is just so nerdtastic, forward AF. Yes, yeah. and that, um, and I think it's refreshing to see a guy be so forward. But I love him. It's like, girl, 
you know you like me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Cisco, she does, but you guys live different lives. But I loved how she teased him at the end there and, mm. like, walked away. Like, that was hot. Yeah. I agree. That, that kiss his, was, like, everything. His forwardness works so good with her because she's, like, super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Godspeed Knight in the chat says Cisco is real cocky with her. And she totally takes it. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, give me that cocky Cisco. I've never... It's a fun You're not going to say it? What? You're not going to repeat after me? What? Do I do that? Get out. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to get out, guys. <laughs> Romeo in the chat says Cisco's game is on point. Um, though I, I felt... Like there was, I I saw them breaking up when she got all cowardly on the, on on Cisco. He was like, "Help me!" and she's like, "Nah, bruh, I got another job to do." Well, I mean, I can see her not. It's not her fight. It's not her drama. As a girl, I can say I like to try and stay out of other people's drama because when you have a bunch of girlfriends, like there's just drama all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see her being like, you know what? I'm going to set this one up because she saw what was going on in God's head and she's like, I don't want to die. I barely know you people. But she's not a hero. So she shouldn't be held to hero expectations. It is technically her fault that they're there, though. Yup. Even if she was mind controlled, like, she still kind of has a a responsibility. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're going to agree with him now? I was on your side. I was going to say it, but he took it. (laughs) There are no sides, guys. There are totally sides. There's a lot of sides. Tari's right and everyone agrees. (laughs) Um, Billy Jean Girl in the chat says Cisco has a type. He likes bad girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Hot bad girls. (laughs) You know, I. Really hot. Sexy women. You're right. There's never been a she character. She's so hot. Do you think? Wait, I'm sorry. Do you think she's hot? I think Gypsy is so freaking hot. Guys, I really think that Gypsy is really hot. Like so, she's so freaking hot. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. There's never been a character or like recurring character uh, on the show that I've been like, put her on, like make her a main cast member. Like, I'm ready for her to How join. How do we get her here? Like, does she has to lose her job in some way or something? Like, is that how we get her over here? Uh, what has to happen oh. in her life to bring her to the team? Yes, Earth-19 exiles her because she um, lied to them about killing HR. And so she comes and lives on Earth-1 with Cisco. And automatically moves in with Cisco because that's what people do. At Joe's house. <laughs> At Joe's house. She's yeah. such a fighter, though, who, like, gets shit done. I can't see her standing in Star Labs being like, yes, Barry, go save the planet. I'll stay here and type on a keyboard. She's yeah. not going to. She can go and fight with him. He doesn't know how to play well with others. I I would agree with Jeff in that I, I like her more as in the forgive the play on words, but I like her as a transient. Like, I like her um, kind of popping in and out of, on the team. Um, because I, I also I feel like she would be bored. And also, I feel like she's really good in... And not she's good in small doses, but, like, I, I like the idea of her just being able to kind of come in and out like, a, like badasses do in most shows. Ulysses in the chat disagrees and says we should keep Gypsy. I mean, I want her around. I just don't want her to be part of the team. I just think that it has not been a smooth transition for Barry Allen to figure out how to play in the fields with other people who are on his team. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that more and more. But I think that's also because the people on his team are people who he's very close with personally. So Barry is always the person trying to protect everyone. Whereas if Gypsy were to come in, per se, she's not really connected in the emotional outside of the out of sort of like the mission way yet 
possibly. Yeah, because he plays well when he teams up with Arrow yeah. and Supergirl. It's and all just that. when it comes to Wally and Jesse, like that's like core. But but I think that too is like Cisco has incredible powers. Bring him in the field. Yeah. Well, I've been saying that for weeks now. I but... think Cisco enjoys banging on the keyboard. It, it, but but they need to use their people who are most talented like where they're needed. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I don't want to lose a fight because Cisco was like typing and like I, using <laughs> I am. um my only issue with them like adding her to the like her becoming a main staple is that like she's a better cisco um so like her they're either gonna have to sideline her or they're essentially going to have to forget about everything that cisco has been leading up to i mean she could be a a great mentor they could go yeah. off and travel and train and make sweet, sweet love and yeah. then come back. Oh, uh, sorry. No, no, please go ahead. Uh, no. You're fine. a man. Please talk before me. Um, all right. Great. <laughs> I'd like to see what t- uh, Tiana wants to say. Well, I want to know who she was tracking. And I feel like Tari can give me that answer because we saw the picture of the person mm-hmm. and she had that little exchange with that guy. Yeah, who was that? And what was, okay. what was going on there, Tari? Please explain. Um, I couldn't figure out who the the person she was tracking was. Um, I think, I feel like if I went back and, and, like, scrubbed real hard. Had more than five minutes before we came on air. Right. Okay. Um, but the person that she was talking to is uh, someone known as the Accelerating accelerating Man. Yes. Yes. I don't know a lot about him. He's a, like, he's a, he's a very, like, lesser-known speedster. Um, he's not even, like... He's he's more Speed Force adjacent. Like, he's connected to the Speed Force, so he's a speed conduit, but he's not necessarily, like, uh, an official speedster. He's not in the club yet. Right, yeah. Okay. You know, he's he's, he's on the wait list. He's, on the, he's the scrub outside waiting to get in. Yeah. Got yeah. you. Everyone in the chat is saying, the accelerated man! That's yeah. what they're all saying. They're not giving more information than that. Can you guys um, give us a little more information but, on him, please? Uh, also, Kevin Lang in the chat says, uh, they should put Gypsy on the police force with Joe. I like it. That would be great. Her as part of the, like, anti-meta force. Oh. Oof. Mm. Yeah. I think Tari oh. likes it. Mm. Ooh. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Very well said, Yale. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> yes. I think that to, to move away from this conversation in a uh, non-subtle segue, I think that it was really nice to have Harrison Wells from Earth 2 back in the mix supplying his knowledge and expertise to further plot. Yes. We missed that. And for a little while, Julian, Julian, yes, Julian like, was supplied that for me. Like a reasonable voice who just said, let's try this and didn't get emotions involved. And it was very helpful having him there this week. And convenient that Julian had to go to London. So you didn't have two assholes in the legs. <laughs> but that would have been fun. Oh, I want to see that. I want to see yes. Harry, HR, and Julian. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Well, Harry and, Ju- yeah, Harry and Julian would team up together just because they both can't stand HR. And they're geniuses. <laughs> and then they would have like an internal battle between them. Yeah, that would be great to see. Totally. Um, Chris in the chat says the accelerated man is Savitar. Um, Renji says, is the speedster called the quicker? I'm taking both of those to Tari. What? What? Um, uh, there's no precedent for, uh, Accelerated Man being, uh, Savitar, and also, I don't, I'm not familiar with the quicker? 
I'm not familiar with the quicker. Please educate me. Those are... I am a, a student. Maybe it's made up. Those are things from the chat. Um, but Connor points out that they completely forgot that there was no Julie in this episode. And it kind of... No, they mentioned it. Yeah, I know, but he kind of wasn't missed. Because you had he was, Harry there. He wasn't missed because Harry was there. Right. That's what I'm saying. So we kind of don't need Julian to come back. Well, but, but Harrison's Harry not, left. He's going back to Earth yeah. 2. He hasn't left yet. He will. Mm-hmm. I'm sending him back. Also, uh, Caitlin needs someone to smooch, so he'll I, be you back. Mean kill? Someone to kill? Um, I don't know if... I don't know if that's well, the game they're playing. No, because when she <laughs> is with someone, they die. Right. That's what I mean. Yes. Not like she's going to freeze him. Got it. I thought you were playing um, F. Chuck Mary. No. Dang, um, Mary kill? What? Okay. Yes. Tell me later. <laughs> when when Harrison, no, not Harrison, when uh, Joe West had the gun and was pointing toward his head. Yes. Mm. Did any part of you guys think that this might happen? Yes. Absolutely. Because we have that theory that Joe's going to die and that's why he's being honored. Mm. And I thought, what an amazing twist that it's Grodd who kills him. I loved it. As much as I don't want Joe to die, I would have liked this to be the way he died. I mean, Barry's mentor has to die at some point. I guess Harrison Wells, the original, did. But, like, it's got to happen. What do you think, Tari? Um, I I didn't think that... Uh, I didn't think that Joe was going to die. I also felt like Barry should have taken the gun out of his hand a lot sooner. Sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly, beyond practical reasons, I also would have wanted to see Grodd try to make him strangle himself, because that would have made me laugh. Um, Because he's like, well, if I don't have the gun... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but but that's of no stakes for the audience. Oh, Yeah, but... Still, it would be hilarious. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to see Joe West go by putting a bullet in his own head. But it would have been so dark and good. It would have yeah. been extremely dark, and that's why like, I don't want to see him go that mm, way. He deserves a little bit better. Um, so, since we're talking about Grodd and Joe, I have two questions about this segment here. Um, first question is, uh, so they make that helmet thing for Joe so that they can remember... Um, his memories of what he saw. Yes. Earlier, Cisco had said all he can see is what Barry remembers when when he was trying to vibe to see where the girl is going to come. So, could Cisco have vibed Joe to see what he saw with Grodd? Hmm. Um. I wasn't exactly sure how that worked. I. <laughs> um. I don't think he could because you don't. Cisco can't see what's in someone's mind. He can only see what someone's experienced. Okay. So he can see, like he can see as far as what Barry perceived when he was around when he went to the future, but he can't see what like Barry was thinking at that moment or what okay. Grodd was thinking at any certain point. Okay, so then my second question Good is question, by Thank the way. you. Um Grodd's in plan is to make he wants the flash dead, right? Is that um, his... Because I guess that's a two-part question. Because if that's his end plan, then why doesn't he just mind-control Barry to make him harm himself? Mm, I was going to say because he's <laughs> meta, but that clearly doesn't work for the gypsy. Um, well, I thought Grodd's plan was mass destruction. I don't think... I didn't he think it was just specifically just Flash. Barry. Yeah, but if he got rid of Flash, he, he would have, have... Yeah, like his plan would yeah, succeed a lot. Yeah, he would Better. Mm, that's true. It's funny because we see that like Grodd is evolving, right? We hear 
them say like he's evolving and his speech has definitely gotten better mm-hmm. when he was Joe he was making coherent sentences but um, he hasn't evolved enough to realize that if he kills if he takes over Flash and makes him kill himself he then could take over the city and I mean maybe the chat remembers something that I don't from an earlier episode of when Brad's there of like why he can't get access to Barry it's just it popped into my head tonight when he took over Joe and Barry was standing right there. I was like, well, I mean, why don't you just get rid of Barry? That's a great He's point. He's the problem. Yeah, yeah, everyone's pointing out that his end plan is to take over Central City and kill everyone, which would be easy if he just does that. I, yeah. I think it would be too easy of a storyline. Oh, so this know? is just like the writers like I mean, making it more yeah, difficult. Right. I think that like, he takes over Barry, and we say there's no way to stop that. And so he takes over the world, he blows it up, and he moves on. <laughs> like, you're going to take over uh, someone. Take over someone who's, like, powerful enough to get part of your job done for you. Yeah. Ooh. I, Sorry. Nerdity nerd nerd in the chat has a theory that um, his mind runs too fast. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Sure So let's go with that. All right. All right. I'll All buy right. it. Um, those are great questions. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, throughout the episode, Barry was questioning whether or not he could kill Grodd. And is there ever a situation where we are going to support him killing the villain? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Grodd keeps coming back. I think if you get a villain, you capture them, and, and they either are in prison or learn their lesson, like, you're fine. But he came back uh, twice. <laughs> it just Kill creates <laughs> such a bigger burden when you have to capture them and keep them infinitely. Right. The, he's not. We're going to see Grodd again. Guys, think of... Remember the PR nightmare that was Harambe? Like, you can't just go around killing apes. People get really mad about it, okay? Too soon. <laughs> um, Too soon. What do you uh, think about that, Tari? Um, I, so, I have an issue with, the, I, with this piece of the storyline, but I also have, like, a, a counterpoint. So, my, my issue is that Barry is killed before, so it makes it really hard to be like, oh no, Barry can't kill for the not first time. It'll change him for the not first time because he's never killed before except for those other times that he killed. Who did he kill? Um, he, in the first season, he was he killed a lot of his like, uh, like uh, people of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, what's it called? The zombie guy dead. The, uh, the multiplying guy dead. Um... The, blah, 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 but he was being instructed by Eobard at the time, who was also himself a murderer, so mm. that made him the murderer. Back but, back. like, even so, like, he's already he, he's already dead. Like, he's already killed people, so it's hard for them to be like, oh, man, Barry, you can't go down that road. And I like that he brought up that uh, Oliver kills, because that is a very good point. Um, so... It, this didn't play as well for me as it as it should have, mostly because of his his track record. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the side thing about killing Grodd is that like Grodd's evil now, right? Um, but he started as a victim. He was someone who was experimented on, and then after he essentially like took someone hostage that he he kind of felt a connection with who was Caitlyn, mm-hmm. um, they threw him into another world that wasn't his own, where he was bottom of the totem pole. So it makes sense that he'd be a, a bit vengeful. And then he comes back here, and yes, he uh, is doing bad things, and his goal is very evil, but 
at the same time, like, his evil was a created thing. It wasn't like he was born evil. He had evil thrust, thrust upon, upon him. him. Yes. Um, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. I still think he should get I still think that the easiest way to make sure someone's day is gone is to kill them. And giving them to Argus, giving him over to Argus, how many times has Argus been hacked, leaked, infiltrated, like people escape from them? Yeah, like just broken out. It happens all the time. That's the worst place they probably could have put Grodd. He's better off staying at Star Labs. There's less breakouts in Star Labs than Argus. I thought they were going to put him in the pipeline. I was like, okay then. I mean, like, when a villain is killing people, is aiming to destroy your entire planet, and has a g- army of gorillas, it's okay if you kill him. <laughs> it's for the greater good. He's gonna kill you. Chris in the chat says, personally, I think Barry is a villain. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. Yep. To some people. Yeah, like, I mean, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he changes time for his own personal gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's murdered people. He's He's done a lot of not great things, but he's, he was under the guise of being a growing villain, uh, or a growing hero. <laughs> I think he's selfish. I don't really necessarily think he's a villain. What's the He's difference? just a very selfish oh. person. Well, you know, there's selfishness and then there's villainery. Both are thrust upon you. I just can't get over how cute Garad looked in his little armor. <laughs> I'm completely serious. When they were, like, marching and bopping, I was like, oh. <laughs> Guys, I really thought that Grodd looked really cute, and his armor, like, when they were bopping around, I thought, like, oh. I kind of disagree. Um, I loved the Salovar, is that his name? Salovar, yes. Whatever. The guy who's not Savitar. Um, I Zanzibar. Loved, yes. I loved that. Uh, they brought him in to end the fight. I was like, this is a genius plan. <laughs> I agree. I did not see this coming. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. I, I was, because I, to be honest, was not a big fan of this entire arc of two episodes. I was like, meh, it's okay. And this moment I went, this is good. This is, <laughs> this is good. Yes. It makes Take sense. Story. I I loved it up until <laughs> the <laughs> no. No, I loved it up until the point that he didn't actually kill. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Yeah. I expected him. To I kill thought because if if you're gonna bring him over here, the the apes fight to the death, and that's their thing. Like mm-hmm. I thought Barry was getting out of having to kill him by bringing in someone else who wanted him dead, just as much, if not more, than Barry. That would have worked perfectly. I just so. like disagree though. I know. From a writer standpoint or like from a writing standpoint. Um I liked the the circular piece of Barry sparing Solivar and then that allowing Solivar to come in and help Barry and then him using that to convince uh Solivar to spare Grodd. Like I think that it really like brought everything back together. I think that I think your I think Yell's issue <laughs> was that, like, all of these pieces felt really uh, kind of disconnected in terms of plans and actions. And then, but, like, Solovar coming in brought it together. It connected the first and the second episodes and then gave everything that happened in the first episode purpose by bringing in this one moment. I, yes, that's what I thought. But also... (laughs) What he said. Yeah, but also I would have liked if Solovar would have said, like, fine, I will... 
um, I will uh, show mercy. I will not kill him, but we're taking him back to be my prisoner. Yes. And then took him back and killed him in Gorilla City. <laughs> but we don't know that he got killed because, you know, we don't see what happens in Gorilla no, no, City. No, I would have liked to see it. I would have liked to have oh. seen them take him back and then gone, I told him I'd give you mercy and then kill him well, anyway. Well, we have infinite seasons to work for in, like, the writer's <laughs> minds. So, like, I they know. are very uh, hesitant to kill off anybody. And Grodd right. is a great villain, and so I can see why they want to keep him around just from, like, a... I'm trying to make sure that my city is not taken yeah. over ever again by this one person. The best way to ensure that is to make sure he's not around to do it because yeah. everybody has broken out of I agree. all the jails, all mm-hmm. the prisons, everything. So, yeah. I mean, clearly I'm, this isn't the last we'll see of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm even having, like, flashbacks of Plastique from, like, episode three <laughs> or four when she, like, her, like, glowing purple heart and she, like, disappeared in the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my, so my only issue with the fight was I was so happy when Salvar came back and they battled and it was so cool and they're like little nimble bodies. Um, my issue is that it was the three of them, the Flash, Kid Flash, Jesse Flash. Jesse Quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> waiting for Salvar to come because that was the plan. Yeah. Um, however, we they had to keep us, the audience, in suspense because it was a surprise. But... In keeping us in suspense, it made them look really dumb. Because I was like, what is their plan? Because they effectively seemed like they had no idea what was going on. Well, they were waiting for Vibe and Gypsy to get back. Yeah, but um, but but they were acting like... They, they were not acting like that because they did not want to give it away to the viewers. But and so, and, and for me, I perceived it as they're just being dumb. And they didn't like spend 30 seconds to come up with a plan. I uh, disagree. I saw it as them, like, we gotta wait for Vibe and Gypsy, so let's just distract them until we can so they don't destroy the city. But then I expected Vibe and Gypsy to come and just make portals for them to push people through. Or, like, the gorillas, not people. But, like, um, you know, to put a portal under them so they all fall in. That's what I thought the plan was. That would have been really cool. I guess they don't have the budget. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they had had two gorillas fighting across a city. Their budget's gone, bro. Yeah, they couldn't finish the gorillas. (laughs) Um... (laughs) If you know what I mean. uh She just wants them to be wearing pants next time. (laughs) Yep. But... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thinking that, about the that, break pass? I, yes. It really distracted me. Um, You're welcome. But y- I, I agree that I disagree. I agree with Yale that I disagree with you, Jeff, in that they knew exactly where they, the best place to meet the gorillas was going to be, which was at that one intersection. Right. And so they figured that's where they'd cut them off at the pass which allowed them to distract them long enough and it allowed them to have a distinct meeting spot so that Gypsy and Cisco could come to that one place. So I if I could, maybe please, I can please. explain a little bit of what Jeff might be thinking. Mm. Okay. The first time that we went to this place to meet, they brought the full police force with them. Okay. And then no one showed up. So maybe this time, if they had also had the backup of the police just in case something had gone wrong, that would have seemed like they had more of a plan in action of, like, we're all gonna, like, stop these gorillas from getting into the city? I mean, I wouldn't want to put, like, police lies at stake, but uh, for me, uh, what I perceived before we knew that Gypsy was coming with the gorilla, I perceived them to be standing in front of the gorillas and waiting for them to come. Like, I didn't see them, like, pushing up a car on its side. You know, like, throwing, like, a lightning bolt or doing, like, the wind hands or doing anything to create a diversion. They just kind of stood there and were like, 
we're gonna wait here and like maybe Jesse Quip will run around you and it's not gonna be effective because there's a thousand of you. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like that was purposeful to keep us in the dark and it made them look dumb. Got it. Mm. I just okay. hate seeing these uh, characters look dumb. I agree with you. Okay. Yes. Oh my I god. Yes. What him over. <laughs> cool. I'm glad I got to. And uh, I just don't know what articulate I'm that. About. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we think that Jesse Quick is going to become a permanent resident on the show? I think we've been asking for this for a while. We've wanted her over here, haven't we? Fans have chat roll chat room. You guys. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just think it seems fairly certain now with Harrison faking his death. <laughs> Saying he's dying that but not dying. That was so funny. I, <laughs> I believed him. So I believed him. I love when Wally, first of all, told her because uh-huh. that ended our stupid trope <laughs> of keeping secrets and then being upset that someone totally kept agree. a stupid secret. Mm-hmm. So I love that he told her and I love even more that she went, Oh, I know what he's doing. <laughs> because, like, that's that's a dad and a daughter right there. Mm-hmm. That's family. And I thought that was such a cute moment. When she was like, how could you? It was so good. And everyone's like, you're dying? I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Sorry? She's a fan. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. There it is. Um, but I, I think that she'll stay for a few episodes. I think that they will be kind of kind of juggling our speedsters and our, our Julian characters. Like, all of our ancillary characters they're going to have going back and forth. So there will be times when she's visiting her dad on Earth Earth 2 while Julian's hanging out with the gang. And then Julian goes away and someone else comes in. Because, um, you know, they're juggling a lot of characters in the show. They are. A lot of storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's jump to the big moment at the very end. Yes. So Iris comes home. She finally went to work like, for like three seconds. Yeah, she was like, I gotta write this story I'm gonna get fired. Girl, which you're I'm, fired. Which I'm happy because a lot of people commented last week, do these guys even still have jobs? Like, no one goes to work anymore. Well, at the beginning of this episode, Joe was like, I gotta get to work. And I was like, so do you, Iris. I felt like everyone like slow motion well, just turned to Iris. Yeah. Barry has a job again, too. Especially because Julian <laughs> usually covers for him and he's visiting his family. Yeah. No one has a job there. Um, cool. So Iris will assume has her job still. Sure. She writes during the dark of night. <laughs> um, she comes home wearing a white skirt. Oh, yeah, I did notice that. Mm-hmm. It looked good. And he proposes. Ugh. And with a, with a monologue and a half about the ring in World <laughs> War IX. Um, two? And, oh, two, I forgot, sorry. <laughs> Wrong um, earth. I blocked out everything in the Holocaust as a Jew. Um, oh, and gosh. then... They they cliffhangered us. Yeah. Is she not going to say yes? Is that not a given? I hope she says Here's no. the reason why I think she should say no. <gasps> because, and I love them. I love them. I want them to be happy. I want them to have little mixed babies and be all cute. Um, but his speech about why he was planning, why he should do this, it still felt like this is because you're supposed to die. I feel like we should do this because I might not have you to do it later. Right. You want and, more for her. Yeah, and it's a decision that, yes, she might have numbered days to, so like, do what you want to do to be happy. But also, like, Barry, don't tell her, let's do this because you might die. And instead of thinking about the future and what might happen, I'm going to create a future. I was like, that's a good line. But at the same time, like, eh. 
you still have to get her through this clear clearing first. I don't yeah. know. A lot of people in the chat are saying she's going to say no. Ulysses says she needs to say no. Casket fan says I think she's going to say no. Um, I saw a bunch of other no's. She's <laughs> a stubborn person. Do we think that she'll and smart? Do we think that she's going to say no because she doesn't want this man that she loves to like lose a wife that mm. she which wants him to lose this girl he loved? I don't know. I want her to say no because I think this is dumb. But Billie Jean Girl says, don't ruin my moment yet. I love the proposal. <laughs> you tell her. Mm. If um, he had just stopped talking when he was talking about the ring and his grandpa, like, then been like, that's what this ring means to me. My family marry me. I'd be like, yes. What if he was like, I have this ring and this life insurance policy? <laughs> <laughs> then she should say yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that she will, it'll be a, a maybe. I think what she'll probably end up doing uh is say that she'll say yes on May 25th, um, whatever the day after the day she's supposed to die is going to be. Yes. See, I thought that when he was talking about like taking future into your own hands and whatever, I thought that he was proposing and was literally going to say, let's run away for a month. Jesse Quick and Wally West can like, <laughs> handle it here. we got to save your life, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. Um, but Cobbs uh, in the chat agrees with Tari. She's going to say yes, but extend it till the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, okay, I'm going to say something from the preview for next episode. Spoiler, spoiler. Um, so we have the two cliffhangers. One, the proposal. Two, Savitar. Yes. Savitar. Which was in the... Before the trailer. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate... I think the fans appreciate you... Uh, Thank you. ...warning them. Um, Savitar and Wally. goes to get some Big Belly Burger for his girl. His gal pal. Uh, a speedster who can his run and get her own. <laughs> Maybe she forgot where it's located. Or she just wanted to... <laughs> it's been a while since she lived there. She just wanted to nose around the house. She just moved in, bro. She was looking Scorcher's for his porn stuff. Girl. You to calm down. <laughs> did we? We did not see Wally when Iris died. Correct? correct. Correct. Could he be like in a cage? Maybe. Sure. He could be dancing. See a go-go dancer. Yeah. But when Iris died, we didn't see anyone the first time. It was just Barry. And then after we changed some events, we went back, and that's when we saw who we thought was HR could possibly be Harry up yes. there. So you know, it's constantly. In motion and training, and then we said, "Oh, Barry finally got smart." He's like, "Hey, Wally, I need you there with me that night." So, so what do we think is gonna happen? T? Should we then head into predictions? predictions? Yes. yes. Ooh, I just thought of one. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. Oh, now the lights don't flash. <laughs> I'm not making a noise. So, prediction. First prediction is because someone said it in the episode. I want to see a Grodd versus King Shark fight. Um, Chad was going crazy for that idea. I I would love to see that in like next season at some point when you know we get these guys back. My second prediction is that Savitar, whatever he does to Wally, it's he's going to take Wally's powers away, and Wally would not be Kid Flash anymore, which would then affect his relationship with Jesse because he'd be back to like the jealous boyfriend, and then he also couldn't help save Iris. What a prediction, Tiana! Jesus, yeah. What do you think? Oh, well, now I'm baffled. <laughs> um, I mean, I think when uh, in the preview we see that um, Barry says that maybe Savitar is spying on them through Wally's eyes, I really like that idea. I think that's great. And I think next episode is going to be where we reveal how Savitar is going to escape 
the Speed Force. May, maybe not he doesn't do it in the episode. That was English. But he might, uh, we might figure out how he's going to do it. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel I, like Tari's about to shut down my prediction right now. No, not at all. I'm uh, I'm going to revitalize my previous prediction that Wally is Savitar. Um, oh. I said it before. Everyone was like, "You're dumb," and I'm revamping it or I'm, I'm revitalizing it again, saying it right now for everyone that that is my prediction. Uh, the way that Savitar gets back into the current Earth is through Wally. Um, so okay. that is that, which is in line with what yeah. you were saying. Um, I also have a secondary prediction based on their use of the term dead man in this episode. Um, dead man is a DC character. Um, Boston brand was a, uh, he's a circus performer. He died. He got the ability to, he became a ghost and now he can like possess anybody he wants um, and he like wanders in the ether. Uh, he got it from a, a Hindu god, which kind of ties in with our Savitar thing, which because uh, Savitar is the god of speed, blah blah blah, in Hindu or whatever. Um, so I'm predicting that HR actually, or not HR, but Harry actually dies and becomes dead man. Ooh! Wow! That's a good mind one. blown. Okay. Um, there was a prediction. In the chat from Romeo Lopez, who says, uh, Savitar is probably Julian from the future and used present Julian to be alchemy. I love that idea. Oh. I don't know how it works, but I really like that idea. Um, everyone's really excited to see this King Shark broad <laughs> I really think that we need to make that happen, but, you know, it can't happen this season because all of the season's budget went into these last two episodes, so <laughs> we've got to wait for a new budget. They also went into paying of the music writers for the Music Meister episodes. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rachel Bloom, Pasek and Paul, who are now are Oscar winners. <laughs> um, Mystic Lightning in the chat says, Savitar is manipulating Barry the whole time by showing him the future. Um, and Ulysses Campbell agrees, says, hashtag, give us dead man with your idea. Yeah. Those um, are great predictions. These are great. Really good. Yeah. I'm going to shut it down, because I'm going to say this. Oh, crap. We're out of time. This has been so <laughs> much fun. We'll nice. be back next week. Um, until then, I'm on Twitter at JeffMasters1. And I'm at the Tion Hobson, and you can also catch me on Once Upon a Time Returns this Sunday, so make sure you check out the after show. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I'm on shows here like Switched at Birth, Law and Order SVU when we come back in the middle or end of March, uh, Grim for the final season on Sundays, and Gay Weekly Roundtable on Thursdays. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T A U R I J A Y. You can also find me here on the CWDC slates uh, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and also Grim. Seacrest out. Good night. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.